This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. My name is Tammy, and this is Quad Pro Quo. I am joined by my three co-hosts, Allie. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each week, one of us picks a movie, and this week is Allie's pick. But before we begin... What do you guys want to talk about? Any interesting shows anyone's been watching? Well, I mean, I don't know, you know, because apparently not all of us are on the same page, so I can't say, oh, you know, Mando, um, Ted Lasso, um... I mean, I'm watching Community again, if that counts for the for five millionth time. Hey, you know what? Nobody judges you for every other fucking week that you're watching the re the rerun of The Real Housewives of Insert City here. That's just, I put it on to tune out. Uh, you, know, um, you don't put on Community to tune out. I, it could be worse. It could be I, Shawshank Redemption no, no, again. No, but I was just going to say, I started watching Game of Thrones, not from the beginning, but. Oh, I don't think I could do that again. I, I started from season five. You know what would be a great Before option? Bed. Like oh. a great option for shows like on streaming services. If you know, like how, like if you're listening to a playlist or whatever, like of music, mm-hmm. you just put it on shuffle. So it's not like a same thing every, if there was like that for shows, like you don't want to say, I want to watch Seinfeld or whatever. And yeah, that's I just, I just go on Netflix. I'll hit shuffle and then it'll pop to the bubble boy followed by, oh. followed by uh, the baby Followed by oh the baby's such a good episode. Followed so funny. followed by Festivus or like mm-hmm. or like Game of Thrones. You want to you don't want to watch it in order. You just want to see Ned get his head cut off. You want to see um, the White Walkers show up and the then red you, and then the red so wedding. So just watch episode nine of each season. Well, no, no, but like <laughs> I said, it's it's like a shuffle thing. It puts it on random. Yeah. Uh, we, season five was kind of rough though. Which one season five? I forget. So I rewatched that not like a year ago. It's the one ago. where um, Cersei, you know, gets all religious and tries to get the oh the sparrows the sparrows to is that the walk you know, of shame get behind her shame that's a shame. So she she does do the walk of shame. Yeah, it's that one. Wow. I mean, you do know Kate back Toman. back to Ted Lasso, the one that does the whole shame thing, and she's ringing the bell. Mm-hmm. That's the Rebecca. Own, that's Rebecca, the owner of AFC Richmond. Yeah, that's her. oh fun. <sighs> yeah, was well, that the one where they blow up the Septa Baylor? No, no, that's like at the end. Of, that's that was one of the good things in the last seasons of stuff when they blow that up. Oh my gosh! And Marjorie, that's not in season five. Marjorie dies because the sparrows are. That's all the sparrow stuff. <sighs> I thought it's not. It's in the next season. It's like season. Oh. It's like the start of yeah. season six or whatever before the final one. Mm-hmm. I think I've only watched it the whole way through. Well, I um, just once. I watched the new. It's the show on Amazon with Rachel Vice. Um, it's called Dead Ringers. Okay. Uh, just a mini series, and it's based off of a David Cronenberg movie from the eighties. Video drum. No. Uh, History of Violence. No, the movie is called Dead Ringers. Scanners. Oh my god. So it's a movie on on what? No, the original movie is called Dead Ringers from the eighties. The show is like an, a remake of it, but it's in like it's like six episodes. It's not a movie. It's like six episodes. It is a lot. <laughs> yeah, she. I. I've it seen- was really graphic it's about twins these twin doctors yes rachel vice plays both twins she's amazing in it that woman is like 54 she looks 
amazing. It's, oh, I saw previews. I saw like the so it's, poster for that. Yeah, it's very. It's because they're both they're obstetrician slash gynecologists. So wasn't she playing twins in Constantine? That's what I was gonna say. This is a prequel to Constantine because she plays a twin. It's really graphic. Like if you don't like, I mean, you should know what you're getting into if it's based off a Cronenberg movie that it's gonna be body horror. But it's a lot of um, DVDA. It's a lot of a uh, baby birthing horror oh no a lot I, I saw way too many stomachs getting cut open and babies ripped out of uteruses <laughs> like, it was mean, a lot I so, may not be able to stand that so, so House of the Dragon it was a lot I had a really hard really time good. um watching and listening the scene where um Stannis Stannis's daughter is burned at the stake oh Cherie yes oh my god but you had no problem making me watch, uh, what was that Japanese movie? Oh, with the deities so the and the hole in the head. and the Yeah, yeah. Barrel Age Chicks recommend it. Or they did a podcast about um, incantation. I hated it And a I lot. was like, oh, I've never seen that. And then so, they said, spoiler alert. And I turned the volume down in my car real quick because I didn't want any spoilers. So I was like... Guido, let's watch this. Mm. It has a really good jump scare. That jump scare is good. Oh my gosh, it was. I did jump. Didn't I jump? <laughs> and it's yes. Time. And then I made you watch uh, Top Gun Maverick afterwards. Mm-hmm. I needed oh, a palate cleanser. Movie. Oh, wait. You didn't try to get her to watch Dune with oh, the man. giant worms? Well, 80, 84 Dune? The worms? The only good Dune, 84 Dune. Is that the one you hey, No. Speaking of no. worms. <laughs> walk without say. rhythm, it won't attract the worm this is a big deal this month because it is a creature feature and it's the beginning of our creature feature month yes we're doing a creature feature month so allison what movie did you choose for our creature well thank you for asking tammy i do want to also thank um our friend brett parker over at dissect that film because he was the one that actually suggested that we do creature feature yeah thanks brett yeah and they're awesome and they're um, at dissect that film across social media and on youtube so you should definitely check them out. They and just we did were, a. We were on their podcast a couple times. We have been on. We talked about uh, Ready or Not. Uh, Matt and I have been on a few times to talk about The Last of Us. Brett does so many episodes. I don't know how he does anything else. <laughs> and he has kids, I'm pretty sure. That's awesome. He's a worker bee. But he, they just did a really funny episode about the Titanic. And um, oh, they, I'll have to check that out. I like and Titanic. I think they just did Beauty and the Beast. Like the they did they compared I think like the animated version to the um, live action one. Oh, uh, so it wasn't the the TV show with um with Ron Perlman and um oh, Linda Linda Hamilton no speaking of, no oh no that would be your movie yeah that would be my movie <laughs> okay so um we're each gonna do a, a creature feature for this month each of us will pick a creature feature movie and then on the last episode of the month which is Guido's episode we will rank them from favorite to least favorite uh, my pick is first oh this is gonna be so hard why did I not know we were doing that well we did it remember when we did like the yeah Spielberg we did with Spielberg yeah. and Christmas and I, no, Halloween we thought we were doing a head to head and I was like no we're not doing for that. every winner there is a loser <laughs> says the guy that's gonna bring a ringer into it it's gonna be tough because I feel Oops. like we all have a very good picks and they're so different. They are very different. It's hard to compare mine is, all of ours. Mine I think. is probably bottom of the barrel, but <laughs> it has a good it has a good score. Disagree with that. I would say mine is probably the one you maybe watch the most in your lifetime potentially. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, I would agree to that. Okay, so um, my movie was released in 1990. It was directed by Ron Underwood and starring Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Michael Gross, and Reba McIntyre. We're talking about Tremors. The original. Yes. Perfection 
a scorched outpost in the middle of nowhere. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Maybe that's why Val and Earl decided to leave town. That's Edgar Deans. They just picked the wrong day to do it. Jeez. You guys better get the hell out of here. There's a killer on the loose. Around the table, had you ever seen it before? And do you remember your first viewing of this movie? Guido. I watched this movie a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And uh, no, I watched it so many times I can't remember the first time I've seen it. Okay. Probably too young. Matt? First time I've seen it the whole way through was Thursday. Oh, okay. That was the first time you saw it the whole way through? Yeah, because wow. I didn't even see it the whole way through when we watched it together on Monday. I blame the, the hearty pasta dish I had from La Casa Pasta. It was in my tum-tum and I fell asleep. <laughs> but uh, no. You guys did comment the noodles were pretty heavy. But I honestly, like. Delicious. Bef- before we started recording, uh, we were over at Tammy and Guido's house. Um just shooting the shit and uh, putting a fence up. John, super fan John, Tammy too. Tammy too. Um, he was asking, he's like, that was like the perfect sick day movie. How could you never watch it? And I'm like, it was always on TNT. And then I'm like, yeah, because then I'd flip over to TBS and Happy Gilmore was playing. So I'd much rather watch Happy Gilmore. Plus your sick day movie is Last Action Hero. That too. There, I will are always Are there any guns that. in Happy Gilmore? No. Well, there's a crocodile, an alligator. No one dies? Chubbs <laughs> dies. Chubbs dies, yeah. Chubbs yeah, dies. Chubbs, Chubbs, the guy who was not in Grumpy Old Men. The guy who yeah, runs the bait, the bait shop in Grumpy Old Men. Tammy, was this your first viewing, or had you seen this movie before? No, I've, I've seen it before. I just couldn't remember, because there's so many Tremors. There are a um, lot. And we used to watch Tremors when I used to visit the Big Yellow House in college. Nice. Or maybe it was Guido's trash-ass apartment. Why's it got to be like that? Uh, I can't remember, but I couldn't remember which Tremors movie I... Wasn't going the big, to be watching for this recording. You do like the second one, Guido. The You're second one was, into it. I, I liked it more than the first one. There's lots of distractions and drunkenness. I will movies, trade. So I will it, trade Kevin Bacon for an anti tank rifle every day of the week. Ooh, I saw this. I, this is one of my first movie memories of watching a movie. I remember my older brother Jeff had his friend over for a sleepover, Justin, and they watched Tremors. And I was probably seven, I would say. If I had to guess, I was seven. Maybe See, I six. I didn't have older siblings to taint my... And I watched Tremors with them. I don't know where my parents Who's were. Youth. <laughs> I mean, but. to be honest, my parents didn't really care. What, I mean, it's not that they didn't care what we watched, but they wanted us to watch, like, to be exposed to movies that, like weren't just like cartoons mm-hmm. you and know that's like how i got watched, 84 june yeah i wouldn't cop to that yeah. but i mean we watched star wars that's how you got yeah young, that's also you know? how you got surf ninjas okay. yeah <laughs> return to us good for me yeah labyrinth stuff like that like they didn't like they weren't like you can only watch the jungle book or you can only watch like this animated movie it was a lot of stuff we watched. hell that's how i a got the, that's how stuff. i think i got the blues brothers and ghostbusters yeah it's probably how I ended up watching Jaws when I was five years old. Like, it's just, it's how we'll expose Vin to it. <laughs> Not yet. Please. No, I'll, I'll expose him to much better movies than it. I let him watch Arachnophobia at seven. 
But he wasn't even scared. I know. Yeah, it was annoying. He just thought it was like an animated zoo books. He said he thought it was kind of boring. I was like, I was like, nothing with John Goodman in it is boring. Stop that. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Tremors. So we start off with our main characters, Val McKee, played by Kevin Bacon. Very young and dreamy. Although Tammy finds Earl, played by Fred Ward, dreamier in this movie, apparently. I, d- I, I do. You know what? I'm going to have to agree with Tammy on that. Ooh. Fred Ward was the better. Uh, honestly, Fred Ward was the better of the two. He was much more attractive to me. Okay. Not even attractive. He was just overall the better. So I'm not going to say how, the better character. what Kevin Bacon's been in. I'm sure we all know. There's a game about it. Um very good actor, local boy. We love him around here. I mean, his last name's Bacon. Bacon. We all He's love Bacon. He's cool. His daughter's now an actress. She was in that Smile movie. Married to... Oh, is she the main character? In she that is. Movie? She up. was also in Mare of East Town, so anyone who watched that. <gasps> was she the daughter? No. She was the mom of... She was the mom of the little... Of the grandson. Uh, the one who was a drug addict. In Kennett Square. Shout out. Yeah, it's where she went to get her heroin. <laughs> Oh my god! She was really. That's like when I first watched it, I was like, she looks so familiar. And then I looked up, I was like, oh, it's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Like, and then she's been around. Like, she's she does good. She's good. That's awesome. Um, Fred Ward, who plays Earl, been around for a long time. He passed away, I think, last year or the year before. He's uh, the dad in Sweet Home Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. He's in the right stuff. Joe Dirt. I didn't know that, but sure. Well, yeah, I mean, Fred Ward is like literally the go-to. Like, you need a Billy. Yeah, you need a hick. You need like an upstanding hick, like, and this happens a lot in this movie. It's a trope that happens. But if you need a hick, they'll be like, "God damn it!" And then he looks over at the lady. Pardon my French. Yeah, yeah. He's your he's your go to. Was he in Road Trip? Was he the dad of the nerdy kid? I don't <sighs> think so. I don't know. I think he was because he was a cop so. or something, right? Yeah. I can't remember. But he's he's been around forever. He did pass away a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, he's a great actor. So uh, Val and Earl are handymen working in Perfection, Nevada. Very small town, population 25 <laughs> or something like that. I'm surprised they didn't bump the numbers up to make it more like believable. Because that's what they did the Twin Peaks. Because apparently like it, the, the population sign was like 2,500. But the TV network made them bump it up like to 25 thousand to make it more believable so I'm it's sorry. a it's a small town in the high desert east of the sierra nevada mountains if you really wanted a geographic location okay um so they're getting pretty tired of their life in this tiny shithole town well it has a little uh a little convenience store rent run by walter chang also egg shen from uh ah uh, yeah tammy's egg. obgyn tammy's obgyn he was in road trip oh there you go you're right and they decide to leave they're gonna leave gonna bust out and they're gonna go to i'm assuming the bixby massive metropolis of bixby which sounds amazing the nearest town they turn down free beer and lunches from the lady who asks them to help build her new kiln she is that was funny for me because literally i i wrote it down i was like whenever anybody asks me to do a job and it's free beer there's literally only one person i will now turn down who my dad no, no, no. Oh. It's, it's, it's Guido when um, he asked me to help out some of his family members. Oh. I will turn down free beer for that. <laughs> I know the one. Depending on the family member. They like, may need more of your help now. Right. Oh, no, no, no. If it's those, I will help them. If it's them, I will not help. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so as they leave, they discover the dead body of another resident. Egger perched atop an electrical tower, still grasping his raffle. In an Egger suit. And he is dead. D-E-D. It's been up there a while. What did they say that he like... 
climbed up there and got dehydrated or yeah, something. Yeah, so the, the doctor, <laughs> Jim, like, Dr. Jim, he determines that Edgar died of dehydration. And apparently, and they think like, oh, someone thinks must have chased him up there. And then I think uh, Earl says some something that's afraid of a, a Remington, what is it? A Winchester a raffle. A Winchester raffle, because he had a gun. So, and he was he'd been up there for a couple of days because he died of thirst. So they sat down there and they just waited for him to die. Yeah. How can someone of that age stay up there for so long? I think he, I, I think he might have been, um, not, he was just, he was just like, he was grasping. He yeah. was, I watched, or the, could they climb that high? They must have, I mean, he was able to. It's a life or death situation. We've seen it in the, in the Incredible Hulk, the TV series. Adrenaline just kicks yeah. in and you just, whoop, 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 whoop. I watched a whole movie of these two girls get that got stuck at the top of a, a tower. It was pretty scary. I fell asleep during that movie. I remember that. The heights were, were terrifying. <laughs> so later, an unseen creature kills a shepherd named Fred and his flock of sheep. <laughs> He's tilling his soil or something. I don't know. And the sheep are freaking out. And then all of a sudden he gets sucked into the ground. <laughs> Val and Earl discover his severed head and believe... Disgusting. It was under a hat. <laughs> yeah, under a hat. And believe that a serial killer is on the loose because that's There's where a serial There's a goddamn killer. serial killer on the loose. It's a maniac. He's killing everybody. He's cutting people's heads off because that's where a serial killer would go. Perfection, Nevada. Population 14. So now they, yeah, they, they 11. They warn those jackhammer guys on their way out. Yes, so that's next. So while they're, they're going back to the town to warn the townsfolk... They run into these two road workers who are, um, what is that thing called? A jackhammer? jackhammer. Jackhammering. And they're like, you got to get out of here. Then, unfortunately, those guys get killed, too. They stabbed one, though. Yeah. So when they were jackhammering, they hit something that bleeds orangey blood. Tabasco sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Definitely one of tomato them, puree. One of them gets pulled away and causes a rock slide which kills the other one and then the rock slide makes the road impassable so we're just up Shit's creek here so val and earl when they get back to the town they warn the town folk which is an amalgam of very weird people one being an annoying kid who fuck that kid seemingly yeah. doesn't have an, a parent he has nothing else to do though but so use him for bait takes care of that kid no one melvin his parents his parents left him as there's a reason yeah they should have left him to die he's alone oh my lord so that he can he's been banished essentially he is now my least favorite kid in the history of this podcast oh wow that's saying a lot (laughs) even even that dumb kid from captain ron both dumb kids get bumped up over this fucking kid okay so melvin the annoying kid Walter Chang, who owns the store. What about the little store. blonde kid? There's a little blonde girl. She's fine. She's, she was, also, she's the little girl in Jurassic the Park pogo as well. Stick girl, she yeah. was. She wasn't being shitty the whole time. She was just hopping up and down on her pogo stick. Yeah, almost she, dying. Like shaking the ground. But she didn't know. She's not but a she, seismologist. But she also wasn't a shitty kid to begin with. She just wanted to do pogo stick things with her friend in her head. Yeah, because she had no friends. She just had a pogo stick. We also meet a guy named. What is that guy's name? Marcus? Marcus? No. I have him written down in my notes as a discount RoboCop because he looks just like um, okay. the guy that played RoboCop. Well, he doesn't last very long anyway. What about Reba and her Well, I was just about man. to get to them. 
Yes. <laughs> what are that? What are their names? So we meet Bert and Heather Gummer. Oh, He's I my like favorite. Them. Played by Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre. And this is when we get a first look at like some sort of creature. It had attached itself to Val and Earl's truck. Oh, that's right. Yep. On the exhaust. And right? it looks it looks like a snake like eel. It doesn't have eyes. It's got two horns on its head. It's got teeth. Creepy. They sell it to Walter for fifteen bucks so he can take pictures with it. It's pretty awesome. I know we're like moving through the but like that rock slide, did it look pretty steep? Dude, there were brains in it. No, 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 I know there were brains in it, but that was a pretty raised truck, right? With big tires on it. I'm sure they had good shocks on it, how they drove across the countryside to get to uh, the, the graduate student. Couldn't they have just gone around and over the rocks with that truck? No, nah, dude. It was impassable. Okay, no, I, I... It's not a rock crawler. Earlier, we did meet uh, another character. Her name's Rhonda, and she is a seismologist student who's working gra- in the valley for the summer taking readings. And she looks school. like someone named Rhonda. Yes. She does not have... Long blonde hair, big green eyes, world-class breasts, ass that won't quit, and legs that go all the way up... She has and curly brown hair and zinc oxide on her nose. Green eyes? No, no. green. I don't know if her eyes are green. Blue no, eyes. they were blue. And she also showed us that the real monster of this movie, and Kevin Bacon also, the real monster of this movie was the hairstyling department. Ugh, God, yes. Oh. Between her, Kevin Bacon, and well, it's Reba. Like, it's 1990. You know what you And it's do? the desert. I mean, what are you looking for it's here? It's hot. It's hot. It's dry. Somebody, There's no. There's sand. So, it's coarse. It gets everywhere. Somebody did something to Reba's hair, and it a wasn't perm? the it wasn't the desert that did that. She had a whole, oh, like. she probably did that to herself. It's a perm. <laughs> no, her, I think her hair is always that curly. So Val and Earl borrow horses to ride to Bixby, Okay. They borrow... We're going to ride to Bixby, goddammit. Pardon my French. Why are you making him sound like Beetlejuice? (laughs) That's what Fred Ward sounds like. Okay. They go to warn the doctor, the doctor from earlier who diagnosed um, the guy who died with dehydration. And um, can't find the doctor or his wife because the night before, they were both killed, sucked into the ground by these creatures that we haven't seen. She actually was... In the car, hiding, and the entire car was sucked into the ground. Where yep. was Superman? The first, one, the first thing trying, that disappeared was the generator. Yes. Yeah, they were trying to attack her inside of the car, and she locked all the windows, or the doors and windows. And the radio was going, so, you know, that something ha- heard the vibrations. That house looked like the house from Return to Oz that they were trying to rebuild. <laughs> and they ate her husband in front they, of her. Yes, they, they sucked him into the ground good. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So then they're riding. They're riding. They're going to ride like hell. And then the the horses start to freak out. They feel something underneath the ground. And then something shoots out these tentacle-like creatures and kill one of the horses. The entire creature bursts out of the ground. And it's... How would we describe this creature? Um, It looks like a... It doesn't have appendages. No. It's a giant worm that almost looks like it like an elephant beetle or something like that, or a rhinoceros beetle kind of, with I, tentacles that come out of its mouth. I basically wrote it, wrote this down. Uh, this movie is like a prequel to Starship Troopers because it looks just like the bugs from Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah, it does kind of look like the Starship bugs. Troopers. The, the mouth looks like the Yeah, bugs. the mouth, yeah. like, opening it up and... Yeah. yeah. It's got, like, a beak, but it's the overall thing looks like it's shaped like poop. 
<laughs> and then it's got a mouthful of snakes. Yeah, the yeah. body. Yeah, the Poop body with a mouthful of snakes and no little eyes. little grippers on the side of it that oh, move yeah. it through the the dirt the dirt floor. Like it literally looks like a no nut, eyes. It looks like a nutrageous bar with a beetle face. And it, so it can't hear or see. It's no, it no, it can feel hear the vibration. It can sense vibration. Well, yeah, yeah. It's picking up good vibrations. So, yeah. she's giving me excitations. Mm-hmm. My Jesus college roommate Matt. Lauren used to make fun of me because I liked peanut shoes, and she used to call them poop logs. <laughs> I don't know how one. Oh, it's just a candy bar. Peanut shoes. I love peanut shoes. They're so yummy. So if you went to Walgreens and got a candy, you would get a peanut chew. What? Out of all the candy, I don't know if it. That's would be exactly the- what a serial killer would do. That's why I check I under my. I don't know. Would pe- be the first one I would get, but I, I, I would pick it over a lot of other that's, things. That's why I check under I the pillows every night for a sharp object. Because she's. I'm so glad that you do. Look, just don't piss me off, and I won't gone girl on you. Okay. Just Good get luck. her. Maybe you should plant a peanut chew under her pillow. Oh. <laughs> Why is that peanut chew sharpened into a shiv? <laughs> she probably uses the <laughs> peanut chew to stab me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I eat the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. What the an perfect crime. I'm so glad we talked about this today. Well. Well, now it's on record. Yeah. Now SVU will make an episode out of totally it. Totally <laughs> off topic, but there is a when rolled rolled doll. Before he wrote children's books, he wrote adult, like, horror books, basically. And one of his short stories he wrote is called Lamb to the Slaughter, and it's about a woman who kills her husband with a leg of lamb and then feeds it to the police officers that come to investigate his murder. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about it's the schnoz... great short story. I thought you were going to talk about the schnozberries, and he wrote a book where the schnozberry was a code for penis. No, because we were the, talking about killing your husband. It's so the, why the would lamb, I talk about penises? Is the lamb leg like a club that he beats her with? No, she beats him to death. Oh, okay. It's like a leg of lamb. It's so like she, a leg. Okay. Yeah. And it, he probably crazy. wasn't a nice guy. No, I think he's leaving her because he's cheating on her. Oh, okay. So yeah. he had to come in then. Yeah. It's it's a very, very short story. Okay, so the creature has come out of the ground and it chases Val and Earl. They run and it's really fast, this creature. And they make it to like, what is it, like an aqueduct? It's a culvert. A culvert. Yeah, it's a concrete culvert. A concrete culvert. and It's about six feet deep. The creature basically kills itself by ramming into the concrete. So dumbass. They realize that it moves very well through the loose soil floor of the desert, but it can't move through like concrete. Reinforced concrete. Yeah. This this is like this is like Gracie Law exposition here because it's explained through by the by the grad student. She's like, and then this is the greatest geological find of this. It's the Precambrian era and blah blah blah. And it's really and it's really good at going through the this kind of soil, but it can't go through this Did kind she, of stuff. Was Precambrian really mentioned in no, this movie? I'm she, pretty sure she that's She says it predates two. the fossil record. Okay. So Rhonda greets them. Help Again, me she's a graduate student conducting seismology tests in the area. Okay. She got the zinc off her nose. Yeah, thank goodness. So she kind of like hovers over them and is like, hey guys, did you just hear that or feel that? It was weird all of a sudden. Then she sees the creature and it's huge, obviously. And Val and Earl are trying to think about how they can make money off it. And they're like, we should winch it. Nope, don't want to winch it. Don't want to winch it. It'll tear it to bits. Let's get a crane. Like they're very. Uh, they know what to do. Okay. They work construction. Like, I just want to do science. She wants to do science. And she says, there has to be at least three more of these because she Based has. Based on her triangulation. Yes. So she has meters or readings all over the valley. Seismographs. Yeah. Seismographs. 
and the readings all at the same time are coming from three different areas and they're not that big like mild they're not miles long so there has to be at least three more based off of her and they're you know. irregular like yes she's been studying these for weeks right so they go to get her truck because they don't have their horses anymore One, another worm chases them and they have to climb on these big rocks giant rocks just in time boulders residual boulders so they can residual get through they can't get through rocks but they can get through well dirt. so that's correct they move very easily in the dirt but they can't move through rock and Solid so rock, yeah. they're sitting up there and then they get stuck there like basically overnight and they think okay they're probably gone and they, they be- go to test and they're still there because they can feel the vibrations. Even if you are on a rock, your movement on the rock can be felt in the ground as well. So they know they're there. They're waiting them out, which is what they did to Egger. They all, also, overnight, they all became piss bros. Yes, yeah. they all peed together. Yep, they crossed we did, streams. We did see the... There were the, three streams. We saw the pee stain the next morning. You were wondering where all the pee went. Yeah. They were you piss bros. I have to think about I did that with Duncan once. Me and my dog, we became piss bros. That's nice. We pissed on the same wall. That's, that's amazing. That's nice. Way to coordinate that. So then the next day when they Piss wake up. Piss for life. There's metal poles that have been discarded by these residual boulders. So they pull vault from well, one boulder to another. It's near a fence. Those were used for a fence that I guess they like kind of. It's a really tall fence. fence. Well, no, yeah, no, no, they were so tall. Where's the? F- these, I didn't see a no, fence. No, no, it was, <laughs> these poles were. So these poles were in, you know, like kind of like what we, what you did today. Is this pole work? They have, they have the upright posts, and the poles were the slats in between the uprights. These and are it, like fourteen foot poles. These are really, yeah. And it only took there. them about one try each to, to become Olympian pole vaulters. Yeah, they were pole vaulting, synchronized pole vaulting the at other. the same time. Well, Kevin Bacon yeah. has that experience from Footloose. He's a gymnast. Okay, well, the other two. I Probably learned it from watching don't. American Gladiators. Yes. Well, they reach Rhonda's truck and they have to fight off the the lizard worm creatures, but they eventually get out of there. Okay. Yep. They get in the truck and they get away. The three return to town and they're kind of all trying to figure out what to do. Bert and Heather are not in town with everyone else, but they're all trying to like figure it out. We get the name Walter Graboids. Graboids. We could call them Graboids. Graboids. Oid nineties. Because they grab you. They grab people. (laughs) And Oid is a very like popular. You let that man look at your vagina. Nestor. That's the guy's name. Egg. The Asian guy with the mustache. You yeah. yeah, You let the you let the you let the guy that coined graboid look at your vagina. No, he doesn't look anything like my doctor. Do you let just anyone look at it? Oh my god! Any Asian man, apparently. No, that's what she said in in the Big Trouble episode. Yeah, but no, he's very professional, and I would recommend. He was like, let me Egg Shen and Lo Pan look nothing alike. Well, Egg Shen has uh, special potions. So he also had character. he also had a scapula <laughs> in uh, in scapula in Kremlin's scapula. Well, a, sca- a scalpel? No, technically he a has speculum. He oh, has talked right, about right, that. Right. He has a scapulas speculum. in all of his movies because he has two shoulders. God. What's that one that looks like a pelican's beak? A speculum. Oh, that's the one. Okay. That's kind of what the graboid's mouth looked like. It's like a speculum. Oh my god. Okay. So funny. I love listening to non-medical people talk medical. Yeah. So there's quite a like a ruckus. Uh, at one point, Rhonda gets tied up in some barbed wire. She's got to take her pants off. Hell yes. And 
I see what the director's <laughs> thinking here. Nice. Unfor- nice. Unfortunately, Walter gets killed. He gets eaten <laughs> by the graboid. Comes up through the convenience store and eats him. And meanwhile, that kid so is still alive. Yes, that kid is still alive. Fucking Melvin. Everyone congregates on the roofs. Very poorly built Poorly <laughs> built and maintained. They just crumble yeah. upon any movement. Except, yeah. And then also, um, uh, cut rate RoboCop, he falls off his roof. Well, that hasn't happened yet. And then he gets on a tire. Nestor, yes. And gets sucked through a tire. That's true. Then we kind of pivot to Bert and Heather Gummer, who are survival. They're, what are they? What do we call them? Survivalists? No. Uh, I wrote them down as. My dudes, top relationship goals? I, yeah, I wrote them down as. Guido's libertarian wet dream. Oh my Guido God. had like a full chub this entire S- scene. I did. I did. <laughs> he lo- he if looked- we didn't have children, this would be us. So they For lived sure. in like a full. He compound. looked like that scene in South Park where they where uh, Randy Marsh saw a spooky ghost and just covered the tent with ghosts. So dinner. they oh <laughs> spooky ghost oh there was a there ghost was a spooky ghost spooky ghost spooky ghost creepfish. He covered your downstairs with cream Cream, fresh. Just just looking at Burt Gummer's basement. Everybody loves North Fashion. So they try to warn (laughs) Heather and Burt. And um, I'm I'm not going to explain who Reba McIntyre is. Hopefully people know. But um, uh, Michael Gross, who plays Burt Gummer, uh, has been in pretty much the rest of the Tremors. But he was also the dad in... Family Ties. Family Ties. Always want to say the facts of life. He's... He is a hero. There he, is no dad in, in the facts of life. That's true. They're all women. Um, he's has been on an episode of Law and Order SVU. Oh, um, very <laughs> He was also he was also in Parks and Rec. He, he was, was in Parks and Rec. He was Ron Swanson's old boss. Yep, he's been around for a long time. He's kind of he does. He's now known he's for <laughs> he's now known for being Burt Gummer. He's yes. a that guy. He's a that guy. It's one time he was actually on a bus. That would explode if it couldn't go above or below 55 miles an he hour. He was not in speed. Not he in saved speed. them. He was not in He's speed. He's not in speed. Mm. Oh, okay. That was, that was Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Right. Sorry. Yum. Okay. He's not that guy. So they're trying to warn Bert and Heather, and they're saying they're under the ground. You have to get up on your roof. And then one of the yep. graboids comes. Because the thing that, yeah, they were making a lot of noise. Because I, I wanted to ask Guido, what the hell were they doing where they put all those bullets into in that, that thing that, in that shook. In that I thing asked is, you that when we were so watching it. Spent, uh, when you're reloading ammo and you're making ammunition at home, typically you want to toss your spent brass casings, especially if you're reloading ammo that you've shot previously, okay? You just have a casing left, and it has a primer you have to remove. So you got to clean up that spent casing because it's covered in... You know, uh, soot because it's just been fired. It's so like you'll toss that into a vibrating brush. tray that's full of like, uh, uh, like ceramic sand. It was sand. You can get ceramic oh. pebbles. Okay, so you don't want to, and it'll polish. It polishes the the casing. So then you can remove the primer and then put it in line so you can fill it back up again. Oh, okay. No, okay. I, yeah, I'm sorry. It's I, part I'm sorry of making that, your that was a legit. I had a legit question. So a lot of noise, and a graboid comes through their wall which is not a reinforced concrete that means a typical cinder block basement wall but it was stunned yeah and they go hog wild would you like to talk about the guns i would really enjoy to talk about that are fired at this graboid 
This is one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever. They used a Steyr SSG-69 P2 rifle, a Winchester Model 70, a Winchester 1200 Defender shotgun. What was the elephant gun? An elephant gun. It was was, an elephant gun. Those bullets were the biggest thing I've ever seen, and it was the loudest. I kept thinking of Jumanji. (laughs) Yeah, no, that gun was bigger in Jumanji. The list goes on. They had an HK-91A2 rifle, a Colt AR-15A2 Sporter. They had a Remington 870, a Sig P226 pistol, a Ruger Red Hawk revolver, and a motherfucking flare gun. Yes, they a do. Flare gun, yeah. And they kill this Scraboid. Yeah, and with Bert, bullets. And Bert says, Broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? Which, mm. one of my memories, I feel like, of Tremors also, so is cool. watching it on TV and the terrible dubbing over the language. And I remember <laughs> this. the best part about being a millennial. I remember this line vividly when he yells it. He says, you broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, you mm-hmm. bastard. In TV, it's, you broke into the wrong gall darn rec room, didn't you, you big jerk? <laughs> and I just remember that <laughs> so vividly because I was like, that's not what he says. Like, <laughs> Still my favorite Amazing. one. My favorite one of those is the Big Lebowski that they actually showed that on TV and be like, this is what happens, Larry. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> Instead of, this is what happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. That's a and good one. Don't forget uh, Tropic Thunder. You never go full special. Isn't that what he says? Oh, no, no. He says the R you word. Say, yeah, right. you say hard R. And yeah. That. I, I remember maggot, during that movie. Maggot Farmer, too, was a big one they used instead of Motherfucker, which is always fun. Melon Farmer, Maggot Farmer, something like that. Mother Lover. Mother Lover. Scarface was also good. Instead of fuck you, they said, like, shampoo. There's no point in putting movies like that on TV. Like, Scarface? 40, like, 40 minutes of it is on TV. They don't curse that. That's like putting, like, Django Unchained or, like, any Tarantino movie on TV not on a you know network this movie there's not that much cursing in it so it's okay but like when you put a movie that has when you put like try to put wolf of wall street which has like 300 curse words in it like what's the point what's the point i mean yeah 300 curse words said by one actor yeah exactly jonah hill was 300 curse words jonah hill's whole vile script everyone's that That gave him the record though he he said he said the f word the most in a movie i'm sure he he tells everyone about it too he beat he he beat samuel l jackson for that now I think he's different now. Why? Because he has blonde hair. I don't no. give a fuck. No, he's got you know all those no. you know Mariner Navy tattoos. Like, he, he's he's mellowed out. Yeah, he's, he's mellowed out. Nah, I don't think so. I watched that documentary about his therapist and him. It was that was you mean was the good. one you mean the movie that was he directed about himself? No, it was about his therapist. He really likes his therapist. So we all gave right. him a show. Like I said, Bert and Heather kill one of the graboids. So now there's two left. Yes, two no, left. There's, there's three left. No, there's the, two left. There were three total. They kill, but they kill two out on the later, and then there's one left that goes at the end. No, there's two left. I don't know. One died in the culvert. Yeah, one died in the culvert. Burton, Heather killed one. And there's two left. There were four. I went to public school. I don't know math. Okay, so we uh, we lose Nestor, who was not a very uh, important character. I thought ne- for a second that he, he was the guardian of the annoying kid, but he was we're food. not really uh, sure. Again, not all the these smartest peop- tool in the shed. All these people die. But that fucking kid is still alive. Yes. Pogo girl wins. So they realize they can't. St- they obviously can't stay in the town because these worms are just gonna sit, like, set them out basically until they die, which they will in the hot Nevada sun, sitting on rooftops with no. But, 
and they're family smart. Family. These yeah, worms these are very smarter smart. than you think. These yeah. worms also know. They've also watched a lot of HGTV, so they know modern architecture. They do. They know what is a retaining wall. They do. And what is a weight, a load bearing wall? So they mm-hmm. start hitting the certain ones that cause the roof to collapse yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they're finding. I mean, they're like raptors. They're finding points of weakness in the fence. They fought. They watched a lot of Property Brothers, and they're like, "We're going to knock this part of the place down, and the." roof will collapse yes right so they're they, like joanna Gaines. they're really. builders really. they're just, huge into shiplap down that tons of shiplap so they come up with a plan to hook the cat up which is a it's a bulldozer a bulldozer which doesn't look like it's running a while right but thank goodness it's full of fuel yes to uh what is that thing it's a trailer it's a trailer it's, with it's not a, tra- a single uh tire on. but they say that they do say that they're like all the tires are blown out they're like yeah but the cat can pull anything which turns out to be it true. does not earl, very quickly no earl Rhonda, and miguel we've left out miguel but miguel distract the monsters while val runs really fast because he's fast and he's, he's footloose he's footloose footloose oh and Ray. he starts up the luckily full of gas hasn't been run in a very long time cat and the truck a track loader is what i have written down that's fine sure bulldozer yeah and all of the survivors he picks up all the survivors and their plan is to go to the mountain trail because as we now know the graboids cannot go through rock so they're gonna go they're gonna trek up the mountains the 13 miles to bixby okay so they go and pick up Bert and Heather, who have been making pipe bombs. Uh, yes. I, another relationship goal. Another chub for yes. Guido. Seriously, um, how many domestic terrorist cells were born because of this movie, do you think? <laughs> because they're just like, yep, we're going to show you how to make pipe bombs. When you guys make your little tunnel from one house to the other, then we can maybe... Don't worry. I'll use just your uh, standard household chemicals in the right proportions. When you get your little, uh, that's what he says. Your little hammer, like like Shawshank Redemption, and you tie your rock your hammer through. Ooh, you're gonna get the bouffant that Reba had on her hair. Oh, sure. Reba, I will do so. So they're en route to the mountains. Both worms. He's got these fuckers are smart they dig basically a sinkhole a trench yeah. a trench that the cat falls into and so now they can't use their escape method so what they do is they light one of the pipe bombs throw it because it it hurts the graboids because it's so loud and they run to more residual boulders and they're going to figure out what to do from there <laughs> so now they're stuck in the middle of the desert on some boulders yep really okay. wishing they had some rc cars yes and tape so then earl has an idea to lure in the worms and trick them into swallowing one of Bert's homemade pipe bombs. Brilliant. Delicious. the strategy works and they blow up one of the graboids and orange jello viscera is launched Tabasco sauce. It's graphic. It is juicy kills, man. It's a good blow up. That that, that stuff's going to reek in the sun. One left. Yeah. So now there's one graboid left. But when they try to do the same thing with this graboid... This is... The last one's Stumpy, too, The last one is Stumpy. This is the one they've been dealing with since the beginning, the one that latched onto their truck. The fat one. The fat It's missing one of his uh, snakes from its mouth. Yes. So this is the last one. It takes the bomb, but then it spits it out, spits it into the boulders where everyone is. And all all their other bombs, And all their other bombs. Val, Earl, and Rhonda are now out in the... They jumped off the rocks, so they're kind of in the middle of the desert, and they only have one bomb left and they're all like throw it and you come back to the rocks and it's like then what do we do we'll all die yeah they'll all blow up 
No, no, they'll all die of thirst. Oh, right, right, right. Because the the graboid will just wait there. But luckily, also Stumpy, this last worm, got a propane tank stuck in it, or an oxygen tank stuck in its mouth. And Blair sits there and says, smile, you son of a bitch, and shoots him and I blows it up. another movie. My head is like a shark fin. You're bringing in Blair. That's, that's the thing. What are you doing? That's two other movies. Chief Brody shoots the there worm and then it blows up. <laughs> There we go. Smile, you son of a bitch. That is not there what happens, go. although it would be great. So Val. Way to make your wife happy. Yeah. He That's what I got her for an anniversary He present. basically. It's a good one. It's such a. He got me a wood replica of the orca from Jaws. Very cool. Yeah. Did you cry when you got it? No, but I love it. It made me, you know, rethink my faking my kidnapping and framing him for murder plot. She's going oh, to set candy you. Knife. She's going to set you up for it now. That link that he sent me ruined my Etsy account. By the oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they do that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So Val, not really. Val not basically really, lures yeah. the final final worm, Graboid, into chasing him all the way to the edge of the cliff. And then the Graboid, all the speed, can't stop. It's like a... They use the last bomb. Yes. And they accelerated it. it yes. Right. And then it launches out the side of the cliff. And Kevin Bacon says, Can you fly, you sucker? Can you fly? And it looks like the cliff pooped. Yes. And it lands <laughs> and it explodes like a really runny stromboli. Yeah, it's so Ew, gross. What a description. <laughs> and and the funny Well the outside looks like a stromboli. Yes. Cheesy sauce. And it's cheesy like sauce. Nicole stromboli. Yes. And, and then the, the funny thing was because <laughs> Because like I said, I've never seen, this is my first time watching this movie, but I do remember like the sci-fi channel was like the go-to for all their made-for-TV sequels to these. So they kept saying like Tremors, like Tremors 4 and Burt Gummer was like, they can fly now. They can fly. Yeah. Because it was like a, a throw, a callback, I guess, to this movie. We're like, can you fly? Yes. And then everyone returns to town, and uh, Val and Rhonda, Keith. No, Keith. And things are happy. And apparently, I guess we turned off the the movie too early because there is like a tiny little like not post credits, but it's like it shows like the for like the floor of the desert, and you see like rumble. a like a rumble, meaning there's another graboid somewhere. <gasps> yeah, it leads to, to the better movie. It le- and it leads for sequels, which there are many. But that is the you end of Terminator Tremors. Two? You know, it's Tremors too, dude. Fun facts. This holds an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's because it's good. Impressive. It's pretty high. I'm Don't so you proud. think? That and is that pretty is, high. I, I I think this is the audience score, but I think the critics' consensus is like 84. Like it's really not. Wow. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's, one, a f- it's fun. Yeah, it's it a cult. A it's a cult yeah. classic. Um, it cost 10 million to make, and it made at the box office 16.6 million. Like opening weekend made? No, like its entire run. Oh, <laughs> shut up! This movie Oof. really found its legs in the VHS uh, release. Okay. Because we wa- the first time I watched it, I watched it on VHS with my That's, with yeah. my older brother. Yeah, it's a blockbuster. Yeah. So I'm sure it's made. It's. That's where the fans really yeah. came from this movie. Yeah. I mean, that's totally in the spirit of Creature Feature. Yeah. Like, literally totes. all the movies. Except yours. Agreed. This is true. <laughs> that it, touche. Yeah. Um, there are six sequels and a TV series. Guido obviously likes the second one. Yeah. There's one where they go back in time. Oh, I'm here for that. I think there's a Frozen one, too. Like is in there a, a Samurai? Like Elsa? No, like in a Tundra. Like, it's cold. 
Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure that Michael Gross is in all of them. He is also the only because yeah, he's great actor from the movie that showed up to like the 1990s. So that would have been whatever the 30th or 40th anniversary of this movie in the town where it was filmed. He was the only person that showed up. Oh. Is oh it a real God. town? Well, yeah. Well, perfection's not, but like where they filmed it. Because Kevin Bacon was too busy having tantric sex with Kira Sedgwick. He, <laughs> he was busy. Bert's my favorite. Yeah. He's a really great guy. Well, most of my fun facts are about Bert. <laughs> so um, Michael Gross began filming only one day after shooting the very last episode of Family Ties. Aww. Michael J. Bert's 1989 GMC Jimmy was his personal vehicle. The truck he drives in the movie. I believe it. Bert's elephant gun, an eight-gauge darn shotgun, mm-hmm. was also was, used in Jumanji. Was rented from a private collector for use in the film. It fired dummy cartridges custom-made from solid brass rod stock. <sighs> because if they were real, they'd break your collarbone. Yeah. The town set was built in two months. And John Voight was considered for the role of Earl. Which John looks, Voight? Let's be honest. This is He would play this role later in a movie called Anaconda. So let's be honest. <laughs> Thank I just picture him getting eaten by yeah. an Anaconda. Thank goodness. And Ray Liotta was considered for the role of Val. Can you imagine those two? Well, no. I, now that I've seen Cocaine Bear, yeah. Um, uh, I would know. In this movie, there's no, John no, no. Voight and Ray Liotta. Not going to lie. Who's the first actor? John Voight. John Voight as Earl? No. Ray Liotta as Val. I'm not gonna lie, and this might be a uh, an unpopular an unpopular opinion in the group here. I really didn't care for Kevin Bacon in this movie. Oh, I like Kevin Bacon. In this yeah, movie. don't need him. Great. What you do need is an anti tank rifle that mm. Bert uses in the second movie to shoot through but, many things, including trucks and buildings and an enemy graboid. Yes, but this guy. You know who John Voight is? Angelina Jolie's father. Oh. National Treasure. He was Nicolas Cage's dad. He drove George Costanza's LeBaron. He's in Anaconda. That should have done it for you. Also in the second one, they would tape C4 to RC cars and drive them around, and then the Graboids would eat the RC car, and then they would detonate it. Yeah, that. and and in the second one, they had little Graboids that popped out of their stomachs. Yeah. All right. Well, around the room, pass fail. Guido, would you like to start? Super pass. Love this movie. Yay. It's great. It's just fun to watch these people get terrorized and then them being able to destroy this creature so easily and so spectacularly. Like, and it's all, everything's in daylight. You know what I mean? That's Which true. is not a very common thing with these types of movies. So I like, I really, and you get to see the monster a good bit of the time in the movie. That's I, true. I liked it a lot. Did you like the POV? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going through the ground. It's so cool. Oh, I liked yeah. the movie a lot. It's very, yeah, very past. And he yeah. loved the couple. Yes. Relationship goals. 100%. Yeah. Matt? You know, like I said, the first time I watched it was Monday. I fell asleep. But again, I'm not blaming the movie for that. If I'm I, blaming the chicken Alfredo that you ate. If if And I, I'm sorry, the four pounds of bread that you both went through. The, I ate most the of the bread. It was my fault. was... Two chicken alfredos blackened and all the bread. All the bread. But like if I had left it with my notes from that, I probably wouldn't have passed it. But then I, fairness of the pot, I wanted to give it a full shake. I watched the whole thing. I have a lot of reservations about it. Would I watch it again? No. Really? But I liked it. I watch it like every time it's on TV. If I, it's on TV, I turn it on. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll still, pa- no, I'll pass it. it. It was fun. It was basically Hillbilly in the Mountain Jaws. But, you know, whatever. 
What do you think? It's about no that, secret Alex? fish penis, it. but it'll do. Hillbilly jaws. Hillbilly jaws. I love it. Love it. I mean, I was like I said, I was kind of over it. Certain parts of it. From I would have loved it, and I would watch it whenever it's on again. If I could have watched that stupid kid Melvin die. But they're not going to kill a kid in this kind of a movie. Why not? It's a horror movie. Kids die in horror movies all the time. It's a yeah, funny like in, horror Like movie. in the one you're going to pick for this month, Tammy. Oh, yeah, mine. Definitely kills Pretty me. sure there's a kid that dies in the first five minutes in yeah. your movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Horror movies, it's, it's a lot it doesn't younger one, too. Mine is an a legit horror movie, though. Yours is. Okay, so pass? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pass it. Tammy. I'm going to pass it. Yay! Um, I thought it was really fun, and I liked how uh stupid the like the comedy was really funny i liked that ed was kind of like looking like guido a little bit oh fred ward yeah yeah like meanwhile he i can wear button-up shirts meanwhile he's he's sitting over belt on he's sitting over there thinking he's bert and you're sitting there like no he's ed yeah no like you just need you just need to cuss earl Earl. and every time you do you got to go Pardon my French. Pardon my French. When Guido chops wood out the backyard, it is like the number one turn on for me. Yes, you discussed it so on this podcast before. If you see him chopping wood, don't come over. Ooh, because the floors I've been will sharpening be wet. My axe. Yeah, much like the next movie we're going to talk about uh, next, there will be a lot of flooding. Flooding <laughs> for sure. Basement will so, be flooded. Not a single dry seat in the house. What were we watching? Where I said that. About gushing? No. We were watching Squirting? Some, no. It was... You and I were watching something, I feel like. It's something. Oh! We were watching the new episode of Ted Lasso. That that Danish-Dutch guy. Oh. Dude, was he's... he good looking? Even I was like... <laughs> he was so tall. He was so tall, but he was like... He said all the right things, and he said something, and I was like, Woo! My basement is flooded right now. <laughs> he's like... He's he like, said something so suave, I was like... Yes, please. He's yes, like a please. he's like a super. It's like if you come in, if you combine the intellect and suaveness of Dolph Lundgren with okay. Dave Batista, because that's how he kind of looks. He yeah, looks he like was really tall. Oh, he was so cute. He lived on a he lived on a boat, Dave like on the Batista. canals, like on the canals in Amsterdam and Amsterdam. So they they all have like big muscles, is what you're saying? He, it wasn't that he was muscly. He was just like. He was like bald and he had like, he was blonde facial hair and like he was big, but he was really tall. And he and he just the way the stuff he said was like, oh, did he have cotton candy grape? No, he didn't. But he did Man. have wine. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a pass around the board. Thanks, guys. Universal glad you, pass. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you liked the that Graboid. Was a, that was a treat. We're continuing our creature feature month with Matt's pick. Matt quid pro quo all right well i'm going with the total opposite of the spectrum from what we've watched yeah we're going episode. a little highbrow low yeah we're yeah we're, we're going we're going we're going uh we're going highbrow and we're going a little more modern it was released in 2017 it was directed by guillermo del toro starring sally hawkins octavia spencer michael shannon Richard Jenkins, Doug Jones. My movie is The Shape of Water. It is available if you have a uh, a premium subscription to Hulu. You can watch it for free there. Otherwise, you would have to, um, you know, rent or buy on Amazon or any other sort of streaming service that you have. Yeah, 
It's the shape of water. Wonderful. Okay, so we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find out more about us and the other amazing podcasts at deluxeeditionnetwork.com, including the podcasts for the month of May, which are The Real Drunks and Horsin' Around. Mm. Mm. Horsin' Around! Horsin' Around! It sounds sounds like a sitcom. (laughs) It's like, Horsin' Around! Please like us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. And if you have an idea for a theme month, like we're doing one right now, Creature Feature, you can submit it on our website or send us an email at at quadproquopod at gmail.com. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.